Okay, and here we are. Welcome to Two Queens and a what? Mike. Oh, and a mic. actually, he left for a minute. So, <laughs> do you usually <laughs> wait for Mike? <laughs> he, anyway, he sat down. He, uh, we, we can go ahead and talk about what we're drinking because I can see that he's having some iced tea or just chilled tea. It's got no ice in it. Um, I am having uh, Jarrito uh, grapefruit soda, which is a Mexican soda with a little vodka in it. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, it is actually very delicious. And I'm having it in my retro blue uh, drinking glass. So it's beautiful okay. to see and it's delightful to taste. What are you drinking, Megan? I'm just having really boring water. Ooh, boring water. No ice. Boring water. No, no. ice. Like, I mean, it is filtered. At least it's got that going for it. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm like really, really, I'm keeping it real boring for, yeah. for no, the pot, I guess. No fizz, no flavor. No fizz, no flavor. That's right. That's right. I do I have. A, what, I don't know what's going on. I also have a, a, a glass of ice water here because I'll probably finish my drink before the cast is over. <laughs> Not the pod, we are started. Yeah. We're recording, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, so uh, it is. We're actually recording on Saturday, not Sunday, because Megan's. Why are we doing this, Megan? Well, it's for a very boring reason, which is just that I had to have a meeting get rescheduled. Mm -hmm. So uh, tomorrow at five, our usual pod, our usual casting time. I'll be uh, I'll be on Zoom. I'll be on a Zoom for work. So, uh -huh. I appreciate the flexibility. Yeah, and uh, um, it is Saturday, and uh, I got up from my nap, and Mike was working. So everyone's working on the weekend. Um, Everybody's working, working on the weekend. weekend. Yeah, uh, I was actually in a meeting this week. It was kind of like a, a, just a chat session with people from work since we're all re working remotely i guess they're trying to create these times for us to just hang out but um anyway they were asking how we were adjusting to working from home and just now yeah no they do it over this they were just asking again i should say okay and uh you know i said you know one of my concerns with working at home was the thought that i might you know just be working all the time, but it turns out I'm really good at just closing the computer and forgetting my work life even exists at all. So um, I've adapted just fine. It has not eaten into my personal life whatsoever. Um, so here's to working from home. And uh, cheers. Cheers. Kind of. Cheers. And with that, we'll be back in a second. <laughs> Okay, now that Mike is done groaning from sitting down, yeah, no, we're at that age where if you stand up, I or have sit to down, say, I thought that was John. Interesting, that was Mike, huh? Oh wow, but it was exaggerated. <laughs> it wasn't like a totally real. You know those those knees, though. You know it's like cold weather. Your knees might be kind of like. You oh, know, it's not the knees. Might have... The knees are fine. It's bizarre um, what your body does as you as you age. I mean, I have pains in places I shouldn't have pains. But, I mean, it's hard to get up in my thighs sometimes. I don't know what that. Wow, mm. interesting. Wow, I know. Well, maybe we should just wait. 
work on those thighs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it is cold here in New York, but not as cold it is as it is in the rest of the country, I got to say. I have no sympathy for Texas. I just can't. I just can't muster it. <laughs> well, I have sympathy for our family members who are out there. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of people out there struggling. In yeah. Time, right? yeah. Actually, uh, um, you know, your cousin Ricky is in Houston. My niece is in New York. Oh, well, I don't think he's actually in Houston. I think they, <laughs> I think they peaced out. But, but yeah. Oh, are I've they at skiing? Are they actually up skiing? I saw a photo on Facebook. Yeah, this is. I'm just going off of Instagram, but it does appear that they're in Colorado. Yeah. Well, on Wednesday, I texted him to see how he was doing, and he's he replied, "Hey, Godfather, you know, because I'm his spiritual guide. Uh, we are okay. <laughs> Today is much warmer than most. Still no power or water, but we had plenty of wine until about five minutes ago." <laughs> and uh, of course, I've been thinking about my brother at the ranch because. These can be very trying times at the ranch when you're feeding cattle. And I logged on to Facebook today and his wife, Liz, had written a thing about what uh, they uh, have been going through. So I'm going to read it to you for a little Ooh, slice of a Story day in, the, in a, snowy, a snowy day uh, at the ranch. So, um, oops, that's Cindy's letter. So here, uh, my brother wrote, my wife isn't on Facebook. She wanted to post this. So uh, he posted this for her. And it's got a title. This isn't on Facebook? No. Uh, really? It's not. No. Huh. No. Uh, the Rancher's Way. Uh, we are God-believing, family, and friend-oriented, tough, and strong ranchers. Yeah, they are. Yeah. On February 10th, 2021, so this is 10 years ago, we really found out that we were going to be tested. What did you just say? On February, yeah, you said 2021. Isn't that what I said? You know, what is today's date? Today is like the 20th, isn't it? Okay, you said of 10, 2021. You said, you said 10 years ago. Oh, I meant 10 days ago. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> we really found out that we were going to be tested. Uh, I can say without a doubt, that we, our family and friends, passed the test. When temps reached in the negatives with even colder wind chills, our livestock were taken care of. Uh, uh, by the way, they live on a cattle ranch in eastern New Mexico. On Wednesday, I taught a young man that came to help me how to pull a baby calf from a heifer that was having trouble. He was a quick learner, and I'm happy to say the calf was born and she's doing well. The hubby and I rescued a baby calf at 5 p.m. that had fallen into a tank on Thursday. My hubby didn't hesitate to reach into the ice-cold water to rescue her. God had us in the right place at the right time. The calf was given a bottle and warmed in our calving barn with our propane bottle, Mr. Heater. Glad to say she was reunited with her mom the next day with the help of a friend. We left our bathroom and kitchen faucets dripping a little so water wouldn't freeze up. That's when they went to bed. And when we woke up on Saturday morning to no water in the bathrooms and just cold water in the kitchen. I had caught water in everything I had the night before. So it was nice to be able to have some more water. Always know it's better to be prepared than not. So she had saved a lot of water in buckets. Um, we put out hay together 
always taking two pickups out, knowing if one broke down, we had another one to try to get warm in. Our friends also helped us put out hay and made sure the cattle were fed. And if baby calves were found in time, they went into the floorboard of the pickup to get warmed up. You won't know how many calves or cows were lost for a couple of days. We know this is a way of life we have chosen. Uh, tough men sometimes don't like to wear face coverings, so when the hubby would return to the pickup, his mustache had ice on it. Chopping ice in the tanks was so hard and was sometimes a foot deep. That's a foot thick of ice. Uh, I did what I could to help chop, but sure did he sure did a better job than I. Next time, we will have a chainsaw ready. We admire our family and friends that live in the colder states. These were tents that we had never experienced and hopefully will not have to again. Uh, so you have to chop the ice so the cattle can drink because they cannot eat the ice. Uh, I hope that some people want to, I, I know that some people want to go completely green. Please know that uh, the facts and how many might have been saved with fossil fuel as a backup. Life isn't always about what one wants over another wants. We all need to get along and do what is best for everyone that live in the USA. I continue to ask the governor of New Mexico to open businesses that have been closed for so long. I pray that New Mexico and the USA congressmen and women work together for the good of all the people. Uh, we praise God for giving us the strength to get through this storm. Yesterday was the anniversary of our son Kirk's passing. It's been 13 years now, and I know he's watching over us and wishing he was here. We continue to pray for families that lost loved ones, livestock, and those still without power and heat. So uh, that's a little slice of their day out there. So um, I'm glad I couldn't wait to get away from that ranch because I did not like chopping ice in the winter. So, um, thank God that they're out there doing it. So. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, John. Sure, sure. Oh, and uh, I share. I uh, share posted a photo of my brother putting out hay in the snow. You see him, a big uh, roll of hay, and a cow and two baby calves uh, to our Facebook page, Two Queens and a What. So, if anyone would like to see that, I uh, I suggest he's wearing some pretty uh, warm-looking coveralls. <laughs> I did not notice if there was ice in his mustache, but uh, so yeah. Um, oh my God. And that's up in the panhandle. You know, uh, we have a lot of family in Lubbock and, and Amarillo, and, but they're, and they're not on the grid that went down. So uh, right. they were saved, but boy, those people in South Texas, uh, that is just catastrophic, ridiculous. So uh, anyway, yeah, I'm glad we live here. <laughs> the great At state least right of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike said the great state of Texas. I said only people in Texas really say that. Oh yeah, trust <laughs> me, I know. <laughs> Megan was born in the great state of Texas. In the Panhandle, Lubbock. Uh, oh, you were born in Lubbock. Yep. I uh, was uh, Caitlin born in Amarillo. Was anyone uh, born in Amarillo? Yes, Caitlin. Caitlin was born in Amarillo. Yeah. Uh huh. And RP was in, in Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Yes. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. So what else has been going on this week? Any exercise? Well, Have we been cooking anything fun? No, I just made um dinner last night was good I for dinner. Blue I just made blue aprons. Mm-hmm. I do want to try this thing. Have you heard about this uh baked feta pasta? Okay, the only reason I've heard about that is because um like I saw I saw something on BuzzFeed quiz. It was like build, you know, it's one of those ridiculous like build a baked feta pasta and we can tell if you're a millennial or a gen Z. You know, it was like some really stupid quiz. But I thought that was like I I had no idea that was a trend. So this is a trend. Yeah, I get, well, I, I got it off of um, I think it's uh, Tasty, which is BuzzFeed, I think. But. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't know why. They, they were, they, I just kept seeing these recipes for baked feta pasta. So what do you put in it besides feta? Like you can, I mean, well, there are different ones. This one on, on Tasty, she put in tomatoes, mm-hmm. onions, red onions. Spinach? Um, no, she didn't. I mean, it's just like tomatoes and red onions and, and, a, and a block of feta cheese and you bake it. A block of feta cheese. You don't cut it. Correct. Up or, uh, a block of feta cheese. That's what I said. Yeah. And um, then you bake <laughs> it, and then you mix in uh, the pasta of your choice with. I mean, you also put some spices in there, and um, it. Just, I mean, I'm like, okay, I, 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 I I'm kind of interested to try try it just because. You know, I don't know. It sounds kind of weird. I like feta cheese, but I I don't use it very often. Yeah, it's very salty. Yeah. Yeah, I I, mm, I love feta. Yeah, I like feta too. I like the idea of uh, of doing it kind of Greek, like feta and olives. Yeah, I would put some and olives, lemons and some parsley, lemons, some maybe some spinach, some mint at the end, garlic. No. Yeah, no, sounds delicious. Yeah, well, you can cook. You're cooking tonight anyway. Oh, I am. Ooh, delicious. So you didn't try it yet, though. No, I haven't tried it. Okay. Okay. And we're fresh out of blocks of feta, so I, we I won't so do damn cheese in this house. <laughs> well, we won't. We don't have any feta to try this dish tonight. Also need tomatoes and mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So yeah, no, not a very adventurous week for for cooking. No. Yeah, same. Neither. Not not in my little apartment either. Some, I always made a pound cake, but you know. I didn't, so there's no not much to talk about. <laughs> what are we watching? Are we watching anything? We watched fun? the first uh, part of Lupin, which was kind of fun. Yes, six episodes. I think five. Five episodes, yeah. Um, that was okay. fun. Uh, we'll, uh, hopefully they're bringing more back because it just ended in the middle without any, you know. Oh, yeah, it, it is. I, I've heard, I, I, somehow I know for sure that it is coming back. Yeah, they say they are, but, you know, I, I don't, they're a big conglomerate. They're big TV. I don't believe them. Yeah, big okay, TV. That's true. Trust, that's true. You know, they said that one day at a time was coming back. Liars. <laughs> don't do it. Liars. We can't. I need to be prepared for that conversation. What was the other thing that was, um, Glow. Glow was supposed to come back. Oh, right. Oh, my yeah. God. You're right. You're not. right. You're right. You know, so you're why right, should right. I believe Netflix? They're fucking liars. Yeah, they are. Oh, they're, they're God. Liars. And uh, then we also started, we watched the first episode of It's a Sin. Mm. Um, What's on, that? It's a Sin is Russell Davies, who's this British um, creator. Uh, his, hmm. 
he did the original Queer as Folk. He did that HBO thing years, oh, okay. years and uh -huh. years. Um, he did Torchwood. He's the one that brought back Doctor Who. Um, but it's about um, uh, three young gay guys um, in the in London in the early eighties. Early eighties. So yeah. we know what's okay. going to happen there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Kind of yep. Ending good, but um, yeah, actually. Um, so yeah, uh, Dookie Hauser. Uh, he's already dead. Yeah, he's he plays an older oh, wow. gay man. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, it's it's got to be a tough tough thing to watch because well because we were there not mm -hmm. in London but we were here. Or elsewhere, yeah. But uh, and they're the same age as we were. Yeah, they are. They mm -hmm. are the same age. Mm -hmm. So that will be interesting. Mm -hmm. And then who else we? What else did we watch this week? Uh, well, we are really we still addicted to the Durrells. The Durrells. We only have like five episodes left, which is very. This last season is shorter than the, the previous seasons. It's very sad. Um, and tomorrow uh, night is the finale of All Creatures Great and Small, and you know how oh, I feel really? about that. Oh wow! Oh, the season finale. Yeah, um, yeah. We've still been watching the PBS Sundays, Miss Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Yeah. Um, the Duke goes to the gym. Oh, he does. Yes, he, he does. His shirt off. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're we're kind of addicted to. Well, we watch a lot of uh, kids baking challenge, <laughs> which is just so adorable. And uh, they hot uh, dog. Yeah, hot dog is a lot of fun. And the we're dog still mm -hmm. we're still in season three of Amazing Race. Yes, which is just a really fun season. Yeah, it just the fucking flow. Fucking flow. flow. The flow. most hated character in no, Amazing Race history. That's Jonathan. Oh yeah. Okay. You gotta get. Depending on which internet list you look at, she's, she's <laughs> up there. She is up there. Yeah. Um, uh, are we watching any other? Uh, yeah, we finished Blown Away. We have talked about that last oh, we week. We talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I'm still addicted to my boyfriend, Daniello Romolini, the Italian uh, real estate person who is about 26 <laughs> and adorable and taking us on wonderful tours of Italian villas and baronial estates. Um, so we're watching him. Uh, our our friend uh, Nicole addicted to rehab is back. I think she started the season with the best houses. I feel like yeah. as the season's going on, they're going to get more and more dumpy and less and less impressive. So mm. we will see. We will see. I like to see impressive real estate on these shows. So Megan, are you watching that Scottish show? Uh, Men in Kilt. You know it. Although oh, I only you watched are? one episode, I guess I'm not sure how many there are. I don't know. It's probably six. British. So. Yeah. Oh, I think I think I think they're only coming out one at a time though. But um, yeah, it's a weekly yeah. thing on Stars. I didn't know you get you get Stars. Yeah, I have it's streamed yeah. somewhere on Stars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's I I well, I very much enjoyed the first episode. Um. Looking forward to more. The the two guys, like I, I actually haven't watched Outlander yet. Um, so the two guys that are the ones like taking us around Scotland, I'm like, you know, I could like give or take. I mean, they're fine, they're fine, but I, I'm like, whatever. But uh, but uh, but you know, just the scenery and when they 
and and like talking to people that are local to the parts of Scotland that they're in. Yeah, uh, um, I love it. And do they do things like roll logs or anything like that? It, it, the picture makes me think they do physical things during this. Show. Yeah, I think they. I think they will. Like the first episode was dedicated to like food and drink, so they they just did lots of seafood and whiskey. But I think they're. I think an episode is dedicated to like a, like a sport. So I would assume that that will come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that was good. Um, Let's see. I I I want to say that from based on where we ended things last week and the fact that we're recording this a day early, I might only have one Marvel movie to add to the list, which is Ant Man and the Wasp, um, which was fine. It was good. It was cute. It was funny. Uh, but that means tonight is Avengers um, Infinity War, which <gasps> means tomorrow is Avengers Endgame. What a perfect weekend you have. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. In fact, I mean, Infinity. You know, it's funny when Infinity War came out, and you get this ending, and you're like, "Well, that's silly. You're not gonna kill off that character." You know, <laughs> and you know, it's half the people. You know, anyway, no, that was Infinity War. People disappear at the end of Infinity War, and, and Endgame is about getting them back. But there, <clears throat> oh, got it. I see. Okay. Okay. There, there are. Um, Multiple deaths in end Endgame. Whew. All right. Well, now, I did cry. I'm ready for it. I did cry all three times. Yeah, I like that. They needed to raise the stakes. I like it when people die. I'm very excited. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I agree that it's like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, I don't find a movie about an indestructible person that very interesting. <laughs> Next month we get uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which I'm very yeah. excited about. I, I I I love Anthony Mackie. Um, and I like I like um I like I like uh Sebastian. Hoop, I I like Bucky the character of Bucky Barnes too. Yeah. Even not my like absolute favorite, but I love Falcon, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. And we can watch WandaVision, I think next week. Oh, nice! It's all, so it's almost over. I think so. Yeah, that'll probably be started for me next week also. Yeah. Uh, Megan, I started watching The Last Dance after you said you were enjoying it. Oh, how are you liking it? Oh, I like it a lot. It's yeah. It's really yeah. interesting and good. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's pretty delightful. I think I'm three episodes in. Have you finished it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is that? That's the one about Michael Jordan and oh, okay. his last season. Uh, but it's really, it really is interesting. It's uh, Do the same. At some points, yeah, they do sing. <laughs> Did I, <do> that? <laughs> I mean, he's just, like, it's just fascinating to watch a show about the person that's the best in the world at something, you know, like to, just to like see what that's like. Well, and just to see what he did to get there. Yeah, know, absolutely. The personalities on that team and how, you know, like all those parts. I find Scotty Pippen very uh, compelling and uh, uh -huh. last episode and steve I kerr i really like steve kerr and, yeah uh is the dennis rodman you know where he comes in uh -huh. the mix so it's all you know it's it's really as much about those personalities and and the arc of their totally. careers as anything else totally and uh so yeah um oh well i'm glad you're watching it yeah and i think i mean if you if you're three episodes in and you like it you'll 
to continue to like it because it's like very steady. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. Or a great series, and I love seeing um, the old footage, like from when he was in high school and college, uh-huh. and and hearing from his coaches from those times talk about him, and not yeah. just him, the other players too. Um, you get some of that with them as well. So, yeah, cool. So I wa- okay, so I watched something else this week that um, I wonder if I actually if you'll tell me that you saw this in person or if you've watched it on Hulu. But I watched it. it I watched it the taping of Derek Del Gaudio's in and of itself. Oh, I know. I, I, is it any good? I was going to watch it, but. I mean, I, so, well, so I guess neither of you saw it in no. person. What no. is it? Yeah. It's this guy, Derek Del Gaudio, who is, I mean, he's basically a magician, like, you know, but, but um, I guess he maybe would would his his magic or or trickery is like also more based in um uh like emotion than just than just like the actual art of like trying to fool somebody in front of their eyes right um so he he had a show um at the daryl roth theater i think it was in like 2017 Mm um and uh i guess people loved it i don't actually remember hearing about it though um but and then and it was filmed over over i mean it must have been filmed probably like 20 something nights you know and then they sort of like compiled the footage into this into this eventual like uh uh documentary i guess mm-hmm. um i don't know i i don't know if i i don't i'll say this i watched the whole thing and i was i was enraptured basically the whole time and there were certain parts where i definitely was very moved obviously though i was supposed to be moved in those parts you know um but on the whole i did still feel like it was a little bit um forced i didn't i didn't feel like it was completely i just yeah i just felt like the i felt like the emotion even uh, yeah i don't know i i'm not i'm not doing a very good job explaining i i would be curious for you two to watch it and to tell me what you think but i i guess ultimately i felt um coerced into feeling the emotions that I felt. So I didn't feel like it was that authentic. Right, how if long you want it? us to watch something, you're going to have to learn to give it a better review yeah. than that. And uh, how long is it? It's, it's like exactly an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. Well, we could start. No, it. I really think you should watch it, though. I know I did a terrible yeah. job. Yeah, no, no, I mean, Caitlin, I'd my rather... sister, Caitlin, really thought, is, thinks it's really cool. So I don't know if that helps or hurts. <laughs> Does it have? Did you ever see? Um, this was a play that or theater experience that they taped for HBO called "Every Little Thing" about a kid, a guy when he was a child, his mother was sick and all that, and he started just writing down um, all the for her um, all the good things about the world, like chocolate sundays. Number three, um, you know, it's called Every Little Thing. And it's just this one person show um, because he kept doing this all of his life. And he's up to like a million. You saw this. I didn't see it, but I know the show you're talking about. I remember I, hearing I, it. I remember we talked about it. Oh, OK. So you saw it. OK. Um, and, but uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of miraculous um, of a show. It, it's really good. And I, I, but you didn't see it, so I can't ask you to to compare the two so well i'll watch it and then i'll compare it but i but i really do i know i did a terrible job 
but you, you, should, you know, obviously stop watching it if you're not into it, but at least start it. Yeah, it was on my list to watch. Um, Stephen Colbert is one of the producers. Yeah, that's I right. I seen yeah. something and he was going on. I'm like, oh, I'll put that on there. Um, and then I read the review in the Times and I took it off. Did it not get <laughs> um, a good review? No, it did not get a good review. No, oh, interesting. Okay. I, I've only listened to, I've like listened to some podcasts about it. And then, and then I know that Caitlin, my sister, uh, really enjoyed she actually like stopped watching it because she like went to bed. So I don't know if she's finished it, but she was really into what she had watched so far. Uh, so I'll, I'm going to read the Times review. That's interesting. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, that reminds me of that other show that we've seen one or two of his. He's the comedian who does the one man shows Sleepwalk with Mike Burbiglia. Mike oh, Burbiglia. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen any of those shows, Megan? Well, you took me to one. It oh, okay. Recent. Yeah, uh, we were all at the one with the with the new baby, the new baby one, yeah. and then yeah. all of a sudden, all the, all the baby stuff down. fell on the oh floor. That was so good. That was yeah, so funny. yeah, those. Uh, I think uh, most of them are filmed, and you yeah. can stream them. Yeah, uh, if anyone would like to check those out, he's very good. He's quite a storyteller. He's a comedian, so it's going to be amusing and funny. Yeah. It's but funny. He, you know, I was talking about. I read a, the Times review, and then I took it off my list. And this happens to me all the time. I for, keep forgetting I never agree with the New York Times television critics. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm surprised that you would I, take something off your list because of a Times review. I would do it for the, the movies. I believe them. Really? Usually, unless it's Manola Dargis um, talking about either a comedy or a superhero movie. Yeah. Why she goes to them. You know, they assign her those. I don't know why. It's just stupid. Janet Maslin um, was the last movie critic I ever agreed with. Oh, I oftentimes agree with A.O. Scott. Okay. Um, I love Margaret Lyons. Um, so do you do you know who wrote for it? Um, do you I remember? I think it was Mike? like James Ponds, we are, whatever oh. his name is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, well, I, I really love Margaret Lyons. Uh, I like I her. Um, I'm pretty her sure she went to watch this now. weekend. She came from thing. Vulture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, she talked about uh, Call My Agent. I finished Call My Agent this week, which was kind of sad. Mm. It's very sad. It's off the air now. Well, and, and not coming back. No, it's no. It they they made a definitive ending. Mm. <laughs> um, we have a few shows that are on deck. Servant. We have servant. We're waiting for that to, you know, get a few more in the. I can't wait for Shrill to come back. Shrill is coming back. What in April? I don't know. I okay. I just know they finished filming. So. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Um, this is a time. I mean, there's eight billion shows on there. Mm -hmm. um, this is actually Russell Tobey, so British guy with the ears. Yeah, he has a show on Hulu that I want to watch. It's only four episodes. Plus, on Hulu this week, uh, Nomadland started. I know. I'm like, I, I like, I need. I'm ready for the Marvel movies to be over so I can move on because Nomadland is so high on my list. Yeah, I really want to see that. I really want to see One Night in Miami, and I want to mm -hmm. see. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yep, same. Those are all. Those are all on my list for once Marvel's done. Yeah. Yep. I want to see the Britney Spears documentary. <gasps> oh, I watched that. It's good. Is it fun? Not fun. Fun. <laughs> Not for her. Not for her. Well, um, I think we should take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about RuPaul and movie school. I'm okay. otherwise cheap. Oh, it's time for a refresher. I don't have any more. Don't go away. We'll be right back. And we are back with two queens and a what? Big monitors. Big, Big monitors. monitors. 
She's got big monitors. I love the look of a big monitor, don't you, Mike? No, don't care. You don't care. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, Shantae, you stay. Um, let's see. I got very nervous when Simone was in the bottom. Yes. Because I do love her. Yeah, we love Simone. I love Simone, too. Um, it was uh, the Rusical episode, um, which those are always not so great. How does this oh, compare to other it. Rusicals? I, yeah, I thought it was maybe as good or better than the, they tend to be. Um, the uh, I love the little aside that uh, Miss uh, McDonald's colors used to date Graham Norton. Like 20, <laughs> yeah, Tina Burner. <laughs> Twenty years ago, how you know, much younger in those that, those photos, um, but uh, uh, that was sort of interesting. Um, yeah. Still don't love her. No, I, I can't stand her. Yeah. And she choked in the challenge. She choked in the challenge. She's, she's just, I mean, I mean, she's beyond campy that she's kitschy. And it's, I just don't particularly mm. care for her. Mm -hmm. um, I will say, let's see, who are we still enjoying? Um, I think Got Mick. Oh, Got is, Mick could win it. I think she is yeah. a snake. <laughs> I think she is just a. Snake. You think she was pretending really? to not be good at dancing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't trust her at all. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I at this point, I sort of think all the shade is done. I sort of feel well, like everybody. It was knows everything. Listen to me. Just uh, watch. You know, she's always coming off with some little snide remark or. Um, you know, asking a question to to stir shit up and provoke, and just watch her more often. She's very good at it. You know, yeah, she is very you, good at it. Are you referring to Are you referring to her Anne Hathaway question? Well, yeah, no, well, well, that yeah, was part of it. Actually, yeah. after the fact, she said it was kind but, of a shady question to I, ask. Yeah, but I thought I thought she I thought I totally believed her that she did it on purpose to like get Denali like. In ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I know it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It's the other. It's other things she says. Just, just be yeah. mindful okay. of her going forward. Okay. I, I can't really give you any anything quite specific. But she even herself, she calls herself a mean girl. You know, she's yeah. Not someone nice. tells you who they she's, are, believe it. She's not nice. Um, I she did kill in the challenge. Yeah, those, she's very, she's those, very talented. That that eyeshadow and with those dark eyes and closing them and then opening them was arresting. I felt just to yeah. yeah she always looks amazing. Her makeup is always killer. Yeah. Uh, although in the runway challenge, the yellow challenge, I felt her her outfit was very crisp, and I thought her makeup was. She went too a far, little, though. a little uncrisp. I didn't think mm. the makeup matched the cleanness of the lines mm. in her okay. costume. So, um, but uh, yeah, who won? Rose. Rose won. Rose deservedly. I thought. yeah, I, I'll say deservedly. I still don't really love Rose, but um, yeah, she did do a very good job. Um, and uh, I got to say that. Uh, uh, Candy Muse is not getting on my nerves as much. I loved Candy in this 
episode. I was, and I, I was so happy that Rue saved her. I, I thought like, and, and I also thought that the way that like all the girls like seemed very happy about that too. I was like, okay, this like, I was, I was glad to see that. I was really thrown by what a lot of them wore during the, the uh, rusical. Um, I think that was costume. You think I it was costume? Think, I don't yeah. think they chose that. Okay, because you know, Olivia I is say, not going to choose to wear jeggings. Yeah, I know. She looked like she was True. doing laundry. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that Rosé would have chosen to to wear that either. You know? Yeah, that's a really good point about Olivia. No, Olivia would have never chosen to wear that. No. Outfit. You know, even if she is supposed to be Mark Zuckerberg. Um, yeah. I just, I, I, I just felt that there was a costume design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and as to Candy, I thought once again she's a crack whore mess. <laughs> you know, I thought she was just atrocious in the musical. She could not dance and lip sync at yeah, the same yeah, time. You brought that up. While you she know, was doing it. Yeah. if you, I mean, you know, she's always moving her head down and all of that because she wasn't. She didn't remember the words. She was bad and uh, and I can't stand her and I was really happy she was like chosen to go but I gotta say when RuPaul said I'm gonna I'm not ready to see you go I was like I, I don't disagree with that I don't yeah. think, even though I think yeah. Candy is a terrible terrible drag queen shouldn't even be on this show <laughs> I, I just think she sucks she just she's she's we could go to the corner in Jackson Heights and five five girls are better. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, but we have some you heard it here, okay Drag queens in Jackson Heights. Um, yeah. What else happened in the episode? Uh, choreographer, I like that guy. Um, yeah, Jamal Jamal Lewis is that right? Something like that. Jamal that Sims. Sims. Yeah, I think Sims is yeah. right. Yeah. Um, Michelle looked good. Rue looked good. Um, you know, you're, I love what the Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway thing. I just thought it was, I mean, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I liked it because I love Anne Hathaway. You love Anne Hathaway? Yeah, see, and this is like, yeah, when I like told, like, you're, you're proving my point with, to Myrna, which was that like so many people hate Anne Hathaway and I don't understand why. No, I didn't say I hated Anne Hathaway. I just that's true, but your boy, okay, I, I actually your loves her. I think she's just a phony actress. <gasps> I totally disagree. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think she's had hits and misses. You know. Well, yeah, like anybody. Yeah. Um, anything else we want to talk about RuPaul the Rusical? I guess not. I, I, I thought how bad they sound when they're recording and how good it sounds when I guess they fix it in the uh, studio. Yeah, I mean, and also, yeah. like, they maybe they had, you know, like, who was somebody? Oh, oh that um, Utica was doing the major general sort of right. riff. Mm -hmm. And she kept screwing up, but for like four times. But for, for a, a riff like she had to record, Screwing up four times isn't so bad. Right. No. She had a hard job. No, that is, yeah. A, yeah. That is a hard thing to do. Actually, uh, our friend James, who does the Major General, was telling me that he has been 
uh, doing some YouTube videos about patter songs. So um, uh, let's do that later. Yeah, we should do that. Anyway, so yeah, Patter Song is tough. Um, you know, some people love them. Uh, it's basically rap music. So yeah, rap music for fags. For fags. <laughs> <laughs> okay, movie. School. I can say that. Uh huh. Uh huh. So movie school. Movie uh, school. This week was. Was it 1972 or 73? 74. 74. No, neither. It was 74. 1974. Chinatown, starring Jack Nicholson and Faye Dunaway. I am John Huston. Um, Megan was said, John Huston Faye Dunaway's dad? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's also okay. Angelica Huston's father. In real life. Right. In real right. life. He never yes. screwed her, <laughs> as far as we know. Um, Yes. So, uh, what did you think, Megan? Uh, I I enjoyed it. Uh, would we say that this was a film noir? Yep. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like the whole time I was watching it, and you know, like yeah, like subject matter, and then like the muse, the the score, and everything. I was like, yeah, this is definitely film noir. But I, I kept thinking like. How come it's so bright? But then I was like, oh, it's just because it's not in black and white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought I thought it was good. It's probably the earliest film I've seen of Jack Nicholson. I think, um, and he, man, that guy's an actor. Like he's really good. Oh yeah, uh-huh. uh, he's one of the greatest. Yeah, and Faye Dunaway was awesome. Also, um, I lo- I like I loved the. Uh, do you think it was? All the all the scenes that were taking place around dusk. Do you think that was natural light? The, the skies were gorgeous. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I, it might be, but I know there was one time that um, they're driving back from the old folks' home. Uh, fade out of the way, Jack Nicholson. That's uh-huh. not, that's not real. But oh, okay, okay, yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I thought it was like, it was like, I thought it was very, very well shot, very interestingly shot. Like the, um, I mean, you know, I don't know, like, I don't know enough about movies and like technical aspects of movies to know when these things started or whatever. But, um, but I really like the, uh, camera being so close to the faces. I like that, like that felt right for the movie. I like that. Um, Man, that nose scene. <laughs> I think oh, you, I, oh I, yeah. You like alerted me to it last week, I think. Yeah. that Because I, I saw this with my uh, parents and my grandparents. Oh, when right. I was, and you were so uh, young. When I was 12 years old. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I'm, I don't remember quite, I, all I remember is the nose scene. Um, <laughs> I've seen it, I, the movie a number of times since then. But uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine a 12 year old even could fucking follow this movie <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually gonna say that i was also sort of like i almost wished that and maybe it maybe it is and i don't know i almost wish it was based on a true story so i could like read about it and like be able to ingest a little more about water and land and where the valley is versus la and yeah like like i also i did feel a little i had a bit at a certain point i just had to be like just go with it just like let that just don't even get consumed by that just keep watching like well, the whole idea of, uh, of that you know southern california was basically created right uh, by bringing in water by bringing in water yeah, yeah. that's real you know it's something they're still struggling with now 
Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Um, and I'm sure this is not necessarily based on fact, but I'm sure that there were instances of right. sim of similar things yeah. happening mm -hmm. regarding the land grab and all of that. I'm, I'm sure. sure yeah. Too. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, on Mr. Mayor, uh -huh. the current show, they did a homage to this in one of their episodes. Did they? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They had, uh, what's it? Who's the, uh, what's the guy? Ted Danson. Yeah. Well, he's the mayor, but who's the guy? Bobby Moynihan? No. No. He's one of the, um, who, who is the dude? Who is the dude? Jeff Bridges. Who's his brother? Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges. No. What, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. He played the wealthy. He was the uh, um, the uh, rich guy. Yeah, and they even had sheep. Mm. They brought sheep into yeah. the building at some point. So <laughs> <laughs> one of the things uh, watching this movie, there was this the um, after sex scene where they're they're in bed and um, Jack Nicholson and and Faye Dunaway, and you just see them from the neck up, and they're talking and all that. And I was wondering if. It was intentional when Jack Nicholson and Shirley MacLaine did this uh, scene in terms of endearment post-sex because the the um, the camera angle is the exact same. Oh, oh, interesting. oh and interesting. It's, yeah. it's kind of, I mean, I don't know whether it was an in-joke of James Brooks or whatever, uh, you know, because, you know, they're two much older people. They end up having a coughing fit. Have you, have you seen Terms of Endearment? I mean, if I have, it's been a really long time. Oh, if you have, I don't, I don't know, really I remember it. it. Yeah, but um, yeah, maybe but we should add it to the list. It, it should be. It'll be on the list. But uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. But uh, yeah, I just was wondering if, if they did that intentional because all I could think mm -hmm. of was Shirley MacLaine and, and Jack Nicholson. Huh. <laughs> but I just think that that movie, watching this tape, it's like every single person associated with that movie was at the height of their powers. I mean, oh, yeah. Jack Nicholson has rarely been better. Faye Dunaway was great. But Roman Polanski, rapist that he is, you know, beautiful, beautiful job. The costumes were amazing. Mm -hmm. The yeah, oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. The, the music sets, is amazing. The locations that all Everything about it is just, just great. So, the, script, the cars. <laughs> the script is really good. It's it's because uh, it is it is not a a, a simple story, but I think no. Robert yeah. Town did an, a phenomenal job of. I mean, this is what made that man. He, I mean, he basically then after this script, he basically had a hand in almost every movie of the nineteen seventies mm -hmm. and eighties. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but uh, yeah, I just was impressed by how 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 good an overall movie it is. Yeah, and it definitely holds up. Like you know, me never having seen it before. Like it's definitely something that like people should still watch. Yeah. Well, and. and it really holds you know, like it's mystery. It really leads you down this mysterious path where you're like, what are those people doing? What is he doing? You know, like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of watching people and wondering what is going on. And you don't see mm -hmm. the Faye Dunaway twist coming no. at all. Uh -uh. No. Um, uh -uh. Yet, Absolutely not. And yet it still rings true. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from because watching her performance knowing what happens is 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 an interesting experience because she's i mean she was great she's yeah. such a good actress but mm -hmm. yeah she's supposed to be a bitch 
Yeah, but you know, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, she, definitely, she's always boiling under the surface, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, she's one of those actresses. Also, that, shocking that some like, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure somebody thinks she's a bitch. Like, does she's a woman in the, the film industry? <laughs> oh no, she no, she's like no, she's no, she's like insane, insane. Bitch. I don't know that she always was, but she has literally, you know, her last stage performance fell apart in legal. Yeah. yeah, because oh, of really? insane demands that she made. Yes. Yeah, yeah no, people won't work with her. What was that show? Was it an original or was it a, a... I think it was an original thing. Yeah, I don't really remember. It's not that long ago. No, like no but they were supposed to come to Broadway and they ended up getting canceled. They were like, fuck it, we're not... Yeah. The producers were like, we're not even going to do this anymore. We quit. The producers quit. And then oh, they damn. sued her and all of this stuff. Yeah. So she's not supposed to be a nice person. Plus, she can't really okay. do anything anymore because she's had so much plastic surgery. Right. Right. You know, so she can't really play anything besides an older, rich woman who's had a bunch of plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. so, mm. Too bad. Too bad. Too bad. And, and, and that ending is like, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. It's the 70s. I, what I a depressing ending. I have totally forgotten. Yeah. I had no idea how it ended. I was like, Wow, yeah, I, 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 knew, I remember it in that way, but I didn't realize it was such an abrupt ending after she gets shot. Yeah, no, it really is oh. just like that's it, boy. Boom, done, boy. It does stretch the imagination a little that they like would be able to have that that they had that the person that shot the gun had like that good of it aim in like well, a gun that I assume I don't wouldn't. think he was aiming. Yeah, I think it was just, you know, dumb luck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I mean he took three or four shots. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't I never expect I never thought it as as he was aiming. Okay. But yeah. well um would you like to hear Cindy's uh oh yeah, yeah. of course. So Night Stalker. Cindy Night Stalker. So hello, two queens and a what? This week's challenge was Faye Dunaway and Jack Nicholson. I decided to try to connect to them both through different paths, but to the same connection to me. You'll see what I mean. Okay, Cindy. First, Faye Dunaway. She has it underlined. Faye was in the mm -hmm. film Thomas Crown Affair in 1999 with Pierce Brosnan. Pierce was in Mamma Mia in 2008 I know most people hated this film, but I loved it. Sue me. Well, we might. Colin Firth was also in that film. Colin was in Mary Poppins Returns in 2018, which was directed by Rob Marshall. Uh, Rob directed the film Into the Woods in 2014 with music and lyrics by Stephen Sondheim. Oh, Stephen Sondheim. Now, I have done many Sondheim shows throughout my career, but I was most fortunate to actually meet him while working on Sweeney Todd at the New York City Opera in 2004. We had just finished our final dress rehearsal, which had an invited audience. After the rehearsal, I was running around backstage giving notes to the cast. Came back to the calling desks which is located in the wing stage right. And one of my assistants said that Stephen Sondheim had been looking for me. I was so shocked. I didn't even know that he was going to be there for the rehearsal. They said he had gone back out into the auditorium. So I went right out and there he was. 
I went up to him and introduced myself and said that I had heard he was looking for me. He mm -hmm. said that he had thoroughly enjoyed the rehearsal and that he knew it was a very difficult show for the stage manager to run. He said that I had done an excellent job and that he wanted to congratulate and thank me. Wow. Well, nice. I nearly fell over right then and there. I'm, <laughs> I'm not one to blush normally, but I turned a shade of bright red and I was quite flustered. I did manage to thank him and to tell him that I loved his work and that I especially love Sweeney Todd, even though it is quite a challenge to call. That was most definitely the highlight of my career, meeting and being complimented by Stephen Sondheim. Well, good for you, He's thinking cool. That's a really good story. Yeah. Uh, I decided to try to connect Jack Nicholson to Stephen Sondheim as well. It wasn't difficult. Jack Nicholson played Eugene O'Neill in Reds in 1981. Stephen Sondheim wrote Goodbye for Now for the film. An interesting note, Stephen was originally asked to write the full score for the film, but along the way, Ned Beatty didn't like what he was writing. So he got Dave Grushin. Okay. Stop. Yep. You mean Warren Beatty, not Dead Ned Beatty. No, we're talking about the music. I know. Oh, Warren Beatty. Oh, Warren Beatty uh, uh, directed. Okay. So, Cindy, don't make, you know, <laughs> this happens okay. a lot. And, well, it know. is called film school, so we're going to school uh, Cindy yeah. on who directed Reds. <laughs> Reds was directed by Warren Beatty, who has never actually been mistaken for Ned Beatty. <laughs> anyway, he didn't like what he was writing, so he gave Dave... Grushin, he got Dave Grushin to write the rest of the score with Stephen writing just that theme song. I guess even Stephen Sondheim can get fired. That's, <laughs> that's it for this week's episode of Cindy the Night Stalker. Bye for now, Cindy. So great mm -hmm. job, Cindy. How delightful. So, uh, Mike, what is our film for next week? I'm going to go out of the blue, I'm, and I'm not going to do a foreign movie or an Asian movie or anything. I want to watch 1947's The Best Years of Our Lives. Oh, well, that's a beautiful okay. film. With, uh, is it Myrna Loy? It's Myrna Loy oh, and Frederick yeah. March and uh, Dana Andrews and Teresa Wright and yeah. Willie, Willie Russell. Um, this I, is post-World War II. This is, is guys coming back from World War II. Yeah. And it's something yeah. you don't really think about, or I never thought about. You know, it's like we had all this talk about Vietnam vets and, and all of that. But what about World War II vets? They were the greatest generation. You know, right. they, they didn't have any problems coming back. But this movie is very different than that. And I got to tell you, watch out. Um, have Kleenex handy. Yeah. Woo. Well, one of the things as as we progress fewer fewer people used to come back more people die you know like right certain injuries were more likely to end in in a casualty right uh in in uh past wars but yeah and if you've seen like uh, oliver stone's born on the fourth of july you'll notice that wow he actually stole entire scenes from this movie <laughs> but that's what oliver stone does um yeah, and Willie Russell, he's not an actor, but um, he is a, he is an actually an actual disabled war vet, and he will. There are a few scenes in this movie that will rip your fucking guts out. Yeah, yeah. Oof. I haven't seen it in many. Did, years. Have, is Myrna Loy? Did, have we watched? No. Is she going to be new to me based on movie school? No, she, I don't think we've seen her in anything. But is okay. she in The Thin Man? 
the Thin Men. Okay, All I feel things. like yeah, which we haven't watched. She was yet. Nora Charles. Was she also in Mr. Blanding's yes. Fields' Dream yes. House? Yes, yes, that's Myrtle Lloyd. Yes. She's not in. Who's in? It's a Wonderful Life. Somebody else. I don't know. Okay. Okay, but yeah, she's a wonderful actress. And and, and okay. interestingly enough, um, this is our uh, challenge to Cindy Knight, Myrna Loy. Myrna Loy, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Well, that's yeah. Well, I'm I have very I'm very confident that Cindy can do it. <laughs> she can do it. Yeah. I want to see how many she can do it with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, that's what we're at. Okay, so I guess that wraps it up for this week of two queens and a something like that. So uh, we will see you all next week uh, when we'll probably be uh, casting on our usual day, Sunday. And uh, Cindy, good luck with Myrna Loy. So uh, until then, uh, goodbye from us all. Bye. Bye.